Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Real Talks. I'm your host, David Steele. Alyssa will be back on Thursday for the roundup. So, we had a big week so far in the world of entertainment. But before we get to our main topic today, what we're going to do is kick it off with a couple of off-the-tops. So, the first off-the-top I want to talk to you guys about is a little book that just dropped yesterday and by the uh, director, Michael Mann, who you may know from Manhunter or Collateral or Last Mohicans, or even, you know, Creating Miami Vice. It was a little movie he did back in 1995 with a couple of pretty big stars, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. You may know what I'm talking about by now. And then it was called Heat, and it starred, co-starred Val Kilmer. And it was about Robert De Niro, who is, was a master criminal, and Al Pacino, who was the lead detective at Special Investigations. And he was trying to track down exactly what was going on. So I bring this up because Michael Mann just put out Heat 2. And anybody who has seen Heat knows what I personally believe. It's his masterclass. He's been a filmmaker for the better part of 40 years of his life, and you cannot get better than what he has done with Heat. I just, it's, it's very difficult. Collateral is amazing. I love Collateral with Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx, but this one was just much better. So getting back to Heat too. This is a, anybody who has seen Heat knows, so th this is no spoilers. The, this movie's been out for the better part of 25 years. Macaulay, uh, Macaulay dies. So Hannah shoots Macaulay and at the airport and everything else. So the description of this is both a prequel and a sequel. So it talks, it basically covers the, the characters that are left. So we have Vincent Hannah, who is played by Al Pacino. We have Chris, who is played for, by Val Kilmer. And uh, Nate. So he was Macaulay's handler, played by John Voight. So this is, it's still set in Los Angeles. And basically, it's a it's a moving forward of the story. It details, it goes from L.A. to Paraguay to Mexico. So, I mean, it's about a, a drug cartel and, and it's a money laundering operation and everything else. I'm very eager to read this, as millions of other people have or are right now. So, if this gets turned into a movie, I don't know if it's going to take away from Heat. Just because sequels tend, when you, and I've talked about this before in the podcast, when you have a movie that is in perfection, and I believe Heat is perfection, just like The Dark Knight, that is so difficult to come back and actually do something 20 years later with the same story, even if you're writing it yourself. So I'm really, really curious to see how this is. I'd love to see this come out. I'd love to see Al Pacino reprise his role, maybe as an elder. Vincent Hanner, who's been in the division for longer. John Voight, maybe he comes back as Nate. Yeah, so it will be a very, very interesting book to read. I, I plan to get it very soon, so that's going to be fun. Okay, let's move to something a little more serious, shall we? So, I tweeted out the other day that this Ezra Miller situation is just, it's like an episode of Days of Our Lives. You never know what you're going to get with him, okay? You you want to believe that 
this whole thing is going to eventually go away. But they keep getting themselves in a predicament, in a situation of criminal activity. And if you're Warner Brothers, what do you do? You just canceled a $90 million Batgirl movie, streaming movie, that there's been a lot of pushback on. Not just because it was almost done, but because the, the star Leslie Grace was, you know, Afro-Latina, and it would have been a strong female character, and a bunch of other things. And look, I understand they're getting their house in order. But this Ezra Miller situation. So anybody who has been, as I say quite often, been living under a rock for the last six months, go back and, and look at what he's done, or he's accused of doing, I should say. And this, whether it's the blow up in Hawaii he had, or whether you know it's being on the run, or now he actually is getting charged with a felony burglary from Stanford, Vermont, and. So it was a, the accusation is that several bottles of alcohol were taken from residents while they weren't present. And so he was issued a citation. According to the reports here, Vermont Superior Court, he's supposed to appear on September 26th. Now, that's only about six weeks from now, seven weeks from now. I can't see him doing that personally just because... Which means at that point that, you know, a warrant would be out for his arrest and everything else. But, and the only reason I bring this up, amongst other things, is because Warner Brothers has a little problem. And that's this. This movie, The Flash, that it's like the elephant in the room. They spent $250 million on this movie. And they can't promote it. They can't promote it at all. They brought no footage to Comic-Con. Warren Brothers is not speaking out on this because if they do, they're going to, you know, open a can of worms. So they can't put it on HBO Max. That's for sure. Because let's face it, it's way too much money. So, you know, what do you do? I really am interested. I mean, you can push it back, but how far do you push it back? I mean, the best thing that they can, I mean, maybe you push it back to 2024. That's a distinct possibility. So, I mean, it, you really can't release it overseas, just overseas, because everybody here in the States wants to see it. DC has also announced that they're going to, they have a 10-year plan to get everything up and running. Well, if it all started with this, they can't start it until this whole Ezra Miller situation is taken care of. So, as of right now, he's still in the run. It's, you know, he, he's got a plethora of different charges against him. Whether he's going to appear in six weeks in Vermont, that's yet to be seen. Stay tuned. This is like a soap opera in itself. I just think that as long as he's on the run and he's doing crazy things, they're never going to be able to release this movie. It doesn't matter what shape, size, format, streaming service, it doesn't matter. Because any publicity about this is bad publicity. So, I don't know. It's just... It's a movie that I think people, you know, it's been testing well, according to reports. But just because it tests well doesn't, you know, it's going to make its money. It don't, there's no, let's not forget about that. It's going to make its money because you're going to have every kind of fan out there you want. You're going to have comic book fans. You're going to have people that are curious about Ezra Miller. You're going to have this be a long-awaited film that got pushed back, probably, again, just like other films. And they want to see it. So we'll see. So his, as I said, his his appearance is going to be September 26th, and we'll see if the, you know what happens with that. But now that those are done, 
let us move on to today's main topic. And I thought what we would do is we would do a wrap up of the summer. I call this the summer of the comeback because we had a lot of movies that basically helped Hollywood get back to where it was. And so I think that it's going to be fascinating moving forward to see what happens. So, okay. So let's start off at the beginning. So what we're going to do, we're going to do this by release date. So just keep that in mind. So the very first movie we're going to be talking about today is Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And by the way, if you want to go back and listen to any of these spoiler casts, you can more feel free. You're more than welcome to. And I would love to hear your response. So I'm on Twitter at wannabe-rounder. That's W-A-N-N-A-B-E-R-O-U-N-D-E-R. Or on Instagram at dkadudo. Shoot me a message and we'll talk. So, as I said, the first movie we're going to be talking about today is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And so, of course, Marvel is that juggernaut of a studio. So this movie made a whopping $187.5 million to kick off the summer. It's made, to date, just about $965 million worldwide. Huge, huge opening, huge take-home for this movie. And you got to understand something, too. This movie is not playing in China, and because of some issues that they've had ever since uh, Shang-Chi, because of uh, Simu Lu making some um, comments about PRC, the People's Republic of China, and so they refuse to play any Marvel movies there. So this it, this is doing really, really well. So any of these Marvel movies that we're, I'm going to be talking to you about today, the numbers may be a little skewed just because China is the number one box office in the world. So, but yeah, getting back to that, it's $965 million. It's right now it's on Disney Plus, so you can go watch it if you have a Disney Plus subscription. And I liked it. I mean, was it over the moon? Was I over the moon about it? No. It was good. It wasn't great. It had a huge opening because of a number of reasons. Number one, it was a continuation of the story with Spider-Man. Spider-Man No Way Home was just, I mean, made one and a half billion dollars. So third largest opening ever and everything else. I could go into that all day. So it was a continuation of that. Number two, it was... The first movie of the summer. Usually the first movie this summer, big blockbuster of the summer, does really well. Number three, it's Marvel, right? I mean, they're established. <laughs> Let's face it. You know, Marvel movies, you're going to go to a Marvel movie by now. So, but it was, as far as the story was concerned, there was a lot of things. I, I liked it. I didn't love it. I think they could have done a lot better in certain situations. Whether, I mean, if you go back and listen to the spoiler cast, you'll hear all this. But I think one of the biggest things is, you know, the, the female contingent. The way, you know, and, and it may not be a big thing to some, but you have to look at the track record of Marvel and how they treat their female characters. And whether it's Black Widow, even though she did have a purpose in dying in Endgame, whether it was Scarlet Witch, what happened with her. And I'm not going to give you any spoilers because, you know, you can go back and watch for yourself whether it was Gamora, whether it was any one of these characters. So I'm really curious to see what's going on with that. So that that's Multiverse of Madness. So 
the next movie we have essentially it was arguably the biggest movie of not only the summer but the year and probably the last five years and i don't think and, and this was just done really really well and we've talked about this before and that was top gun maverick top gun maverick so that was released on may 27th three weeks later this movie is i don't have enough superlatives to tell you how big this movie is number one it is the biggest movie that Paramount has ever put out. Number two, it is 13th all time. Think about this for a minute. All time ever, 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 ever in, in money. So it's made $663 million and a half million domestic here in the States, which is seventh all time. Okay, and I'll get to the list here in a minute. And it's only $15.3 million behind Avengers Infinity War. And it made another $690 million overseas. $1.53 billion. That's just astounding. Okay. So domestically, what I was talking about. So it's seventh all time. So number six, as I said, was Infinity War with $678.8 million. Number five is Black Panther with $700.5 million. And by the way, stay tuned. As we count down the days and the weeks to Black Panther, Conda Forever, because I believe, in my heart of hearts, that this is this upcoming movie in November is going to break Black Panther's opening weekend of two hundred two million dollars, if that's even possible. So I do I I so my belief is it without going on too much of a tangent about it, it's going to make probably it's not going to make Spider Man No Way Home number. It's going to make over a billion dollars. What I'm getting at is it's probably going to make probably around 230 to $240 million opening weekend. It's going to cross a billion. Probably one of the fastest movies to ever cross a billion. So, yeah. I, so, Black Panther is number five at $700 million. Number four is Avatar. So, that is $760.5 million. And at this new Avatar movie coming out in December is going to be huge. Huge, huge, huge. Uh, don't forget, the re-release of Avatar is going to be coming out for Labor Day in about a month. So that's, it's, you know, just going to add more money to the number one box office of all time. Number three, as I was just making mention of, Spider-Man No Way Home with $804.7 million. Now, everybody, nobody knew how big this movie was. Everybody knew about the leaks, okay, a year prior to this movie coming out. Nobody, but nobody thought it was going to be 250 to $260 million opening weekend. And it just sustained its, you know, it had staying power, right? It was always in that top five every single week, just like Top Gun is or what. And it just made money hand over fist. So number two is Avengers Endgame with $858 million, which, you know, I mean, the end of a 15-year saga. So it's a three-hour, while it's a time travel movie in, in a nutshell, the last act is the culmination of 15 years. So, and number one, of course, is Star Wars The Force Awakens with almost $937 million domestic. And that went on to make $2.4 billion. Every single one of these movies I made mention of, has gone on to make over $2 billion. So, or I'm sorry, 
Infinity War, it has not. But yeah, it, 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 there are a lot of them here that have. So, you know, this movie was just, I saw it, go back and listen to the spoiler cast. I loved it. Absolutely love it. I put this in the category of sequels that were better than the originals. Hard to believe, but it's true. There's only been about six movies I can think of off the top of my head better. Aliens, 1986 movie with Sigourney Weaver. Okay, better than Alien, the Ridley Scott classic. You have The Dark Knight, better than Batman Begins. Okay, you have Captain America and the Winter Soldier, which is better than Captain America, the first Avenger, which, by the way, I, and if you want to go back and listen to that Flashback Friday episode, I believe saved the MCU. So, I mean, it introduced us to the Russo brothers and what we have today. So, The Godfather 2, I believe, is better than The Godfather, if that's even possible. So, just the whole cast and everything else, but it was it was an amazing, amazing story. One of the first stories, too, if you really think about it, that the sequel was a backstory or a prequel. So, yeah. And I know there's a couple others out there. Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back was far, far, far away, no pun intended, better than Star Wars. Just because of the effects, the money that Lucas was able to do, you know, use for that. ILM was growing at that point. So that was done in 1980. Of course, Star Wars was done in 1977. And I know there's plenty of others out there I'm not naming. So yeah, I would put this in that category. So, but moving on. Oh, and, and one final thing about Top Gun, I should say, is this. Lady Gaga is probably going to get her second Oscar. <laughs> so anybody who knows that she won her first Oscar for Shallow from A Star is Born, I believe that she's going to win her second Oscar for Best Original Song with Old My Hand right now. And Wakanda Forever, I'm sure, is going to have a great song in it to rival it. But I really, truly believe that she's got it locked up as of right now. That may change. We'll see. But yeah, so that's that's something to keep an eye out for. So moving on, let's move on to the next movie. And that's Jurassic Park Dominion. So that got released a couple weeks later, June 10th. And so this movie has done over or very close to a billion dollars. And so it, from all accounts, I did not see this one. But from all accounts, I'm glad I skipped it because it was not good at all. So, you know, it had a, a decent opening weekend. Okay. It made $145 million. So it was right on par with Doctor Strange and you know, a little bit behind Doctor Strange and, and Top Gun. So, but this being the last movie of a trilogy, and I've talked about this, we've talked about this before, that the last movie, it always seems to go down the opening weekend. So if you remember back in 2005 with Jurassic World, it made, it's one of only eight movies ever to make $200 million. Uh, that's a small list in itself. So that made $208 million. Fallen Kingdom made 170, so it was a little bit of a drop off, and this made 145. So that's not shocking, but it was still a big weekend for it. As I said, though, it's made a little over 950 million dollars worldwide. It's going to cross a billion very soon. Hopefully, this is going to be the last Jurassic World movie or Jurassic Park movie or whatever you want to say for a long time. So, moving on to the next week, and this is a movie that I saw. I liked. I, I mean, I'm thinking about it now. I, I really, yeah, I would say I really like this movie. That's Lightyear. Lightyear had so 
much potential. So Lightyear was the, the uh, solo story of standalone story of Buzz Lightyear and how he became and was a space ranger. So it came out the same week. Now, truth be told, it was going up against Jurassic World and it was going up against Doctor Strange, but that, had, I mean, still had legs. You had Top Gun. So, I mean, there were a couple of factors there. But as of this recording right now, this has only made $225 million worldwide. And I think Pixar was looking for something much bigger. And yeah, this is on, so this is on Disney Plus right now. So you can go watch it there. But it was, you know, it was a good movie. It wasn't great. It was good. Regardless of any controversy or anything that happened with the uh, UAE and everything else, it still was a good movie, but it just did not perform. And so you got to wonder where Pixar goes from here. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really, you know, it's a shame because it was an okay movie. They worked their, their tails off. And, and so, you know, it is what it is. So it made about $225 million. So, but coming out the next week, we had another little movie starring Austin Butler and Tom Hanks. And I, I did see this one. Actually, Screen X was the very first time I actually went to a movie in Screen X. I loved it. I loved it. And I, I like this movie, too. And that was Elvis. So I think Austin Butler is probably definitely going to get a uh, Best Actor Oscar nomination. I don't see how he doesn't. Tom Hanks playing Colonel Parker. You know, he was good. I mean, he, he wasn't that vintage Tom Hanks that we that we liked from, like, Forrest Gump and Apollo 13 and, you know, all of his, you know, Philadelphia and all of his other great movies. But he was good. He was good. So this has made $250 million worldwide. Just another good, solid film. And there's not going to be a sequel to this. We all know how, what happened with Elvis. So we all know how he died and, you know, with the overdose and everything else. But, yeah, it was, it was a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. So, but this movie, this next movie, it came out the same week. And boy, oh, boy, has, did it have legs. And I loved it. I didn't do a spoiler cast for it, but it was a black phone. This movie, I got to say, was one of the best horror movies I've seen in a long, long time. Probably since It. It Chapter 2, I thought, was about a half hour too long. But yeah, since it. So this movie was made, the Black Phone was made on a 16 to $18 million budget. And it's grossed about $150 million to date. And it made a whopping $23.6 million. Ethan Hawke was unbelievable. Many people, of course, know Ethan Hawke from Training Day. So, but yeah, and this movie was only in theaters for six weeks. So this, you know, this because of the theatrical window, but it just, it had legs. People liked it. And so this was directed by Scott Derrickson, who is actually an EP on Multiverse of Madness and did direct the original Doctor Strange back in 2015, I believe, 15 or 16. And if you want to go back and listen to that Flashback Friday episode, please go do that. But yeah, it was, it was the sixth highest grossing movie of the summer, if you can believe that. So it, it had legs for what it was worth. And finally, so finally, one of the last movies that came out was, or the last movie to really have be in that summer conversation. I'm not including Bullet Train only because, number one, it's only been out a couple of weeks. And number two, it really isn't a blockbuster. So this, this last movie is Thor Love and Thunder. 
Thor Love and Thunder came out July 8th, so, you know, weekend of July 4th. To date, it made a little over $700 million, and it had a big, big opening. So it was about $134 million, and so it really actually did well. It, you know, it made its money. It, it, it opened at $134 million, and it's made about 700 total. It was only out for about four weeks, I believe. So I believe it's on Disney Plus right now. Or if it's not on Disney Plus, it will be on Disney Plus shortly. So, yeah. I mean, th this was a huge, huge summer. As, you know, total for all those movies I just mentioned, it was $3.25 billion. So you had, you know, two or three movies that are going to cross or, or very close to $1 billion. And Top Gun made $1.3 billion. Jurassic World made nine sixty. You have a couple of others there that are are very close to a billion dollars as well. So, I mean, Doctor Strange is going to probably cross a billion dollars very soon if it hasn't already. Like I said, this was the summer of the the, the comeback and summer of the comeback, and just it was nice to see number one people going to the theater, right? So they're going out supporting their their theaters. Number two. This was the first time in a few years you had movies like you had a choice. You could either go see Doctor Strange or Top Gun or, you know, Lightyear or any one of these other movies. And so that was great to see, you know, Jurassic World, if you wanted to go see Dinosaurs. But yeah, so it was really, really good to see. And we have a bunch of stuff coming out for not only the, the fall months, but October, November, and December are going to be huge. So in a couple of weeks, in about a month, we're going to have TIFF, or the T uh, Toronto International Film Festival. And the big one there, so there's a couple of big movies there that everybody are very interested in seeing. For me, it's The Whale with Brendan Fraser. I think he's probably going to get a Best Actor nomination. That is about an obese man that is trying to reconnect with his daughter, his teenage daughter. So that I think he's probably going to get a, uh, all indications are he's going to get an Oscar nomination. We have Steven Spielberg's latest movie, The Fableman. I believe that's how you pronounce it. So he's doing a big push at Toronto National Film Festival. And the other one that everybody's looking forward to, or I'm looking forward to at least, is Marilyn, the NC-17 movie. And just to see, because it's going to be a different take on Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. So... You know, it's going to be an interesting. So coming up this later in the year, in October, we have, of course, Black Adam starring The Rock, another DC film. And hopefully things are a little more settled at DC and Warner Brothers by the time October comes around. So that would be interesting. In November, as I made mention before, we have this Wakanda Forever movie coming out. It's going to blow. They're going to have to print money for this. I'm not kidding on this. They're going to have to print money. And I'm so glad Ryan Coogler is coming back. And I'm so glad, you know, this trailer was just not only a tribute to Chadwick himself, but just amazing cinematography and still kept the mystery to it. And I think there's a lot of, it was interesting because you saw, delib you deliberately saw a difference between this trailer which was obviously a lot more serious than, let's say, the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness trailer, which even Kevin Feige said 
there was way too many spoilers. So marketing has been completely different. And then, of course, in December, you have a couple of big movies come out. You have, you know, Avatar, the Avatar sequel, Way of Water, and you have another one. So it, it's going to be a huge, huge back half of this year. Yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be fascinating to see what happens. So the next couple of months are going to be kind of slow for like theatrical releases. So, but that doesn't mean it's going to be slow here. So let me tell you what's coming up on the podcast. So we've got we've got Mob Mondays coming up. And trust me, I know for those people that listen and they want to listen to Mob Mondays, it's definitely going to happen. Still trying to get, you know, everything in order on that. So Definitely by the end of the month, we're going to have that up. I promise you. So we got. I have another interview with a a uh, movie critic on Sunday. So that will be up in the coming weeks. We have Flashback Fridays every single Friday. Tune in and listen. You know, for the next three weeks, we have a couple of big movies coming out. Speaking of billion-dollar movies, we've got Spider-Man Homecoming that we're going to be doing. And then... Thor Ragnarok, and then another billion-dollar movie in Black Panther, which we were just discussing. And then the week after that is Avengers Infinity War. So the next three out of four weeks are bangers. Stay tuned for that. So, yeah, and then after that, we're still I'm still on the fence about, I know what I said about doing House of the Dragon. It will depend on Alicia's schedule, too. So as of right now, though, it, it's going to work. We're, we're going to do that. If we don't do that, we do have Rewatch Wednesdays, which we will premiere in its place. So that Rewatch Wednesdays is going to be where she watches a movie that she hasn't seen before, but I have. So, for example, the first three weeks will be Steve Jobs. She's not seen Steve Jobs, but I have many times. And then I have not seen Catch Me If You Can. And then... She has not seen Heat, so I, I don't know how, but okay. <laughs> but so then we're going to go back and forth, and then we're going to flip-flop back and forth. So that's the first three weeks of that. I should say that Mob Mondays and Rewatch Wednesdays will be a paywall. It's going to be six ninety nine a month, but don't, you know, don't worry. You're going to get plenty of content, and you'll get a, a shout-out for every single podcast, not just those, but every single podcast. So we got to bunch of stuff coming up this for the remainder of the year tell your friends about us if you have if you're listening on apple Podcasts, please follow us please give us a review because i want to know what you think uh i was looking at the analytics the other day a lot of people they're listening but they're not following follow us on, on apple Podcasts. follow us if you're listening on spotify follow us there send me a dm or follow me on twitter let me know what you know your favorite movies are and you know how long you've been a movie fan and everything else I have, I am now just starting to do Twitter spaces. So if you do want to, you know, talk to me, I am doing Twitter spaces occasionally. Please follow me on Twitter. So that's Wannabe Rounder. The Patreon. Guys, we got a Patreon that's that's very affordable right now. So if there's four levels to it, $3, $7, $15, and $20 a month. That's it. You're paying $3 for a cup of coffee at Starbucks almost. $7 is almost a gallon of gas right now. Think about that. You'll get a shout-out for every single podcast. Yeah, $15 a month gets you a mug, and it gets you a T-shirt, 
Fudge to get you a shout out in $20 a month is going to get you one unpublished podcast. It's going to get you a one hour Zoom meeting with Alicia and myself, and it's going to get you all that other stuff. So please follow me. You know, if you want to support me or support us, I should say, go to Patreon. You know, that's the best way to do it. So, okay, that's about it. So I will. So coming, so we do have the, uh, coming up tomorrow, we do have, I'm going to be recording the uh, roundup. I'm going to be getting some stories together and that's going to be out on Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. So you you guys will definitely have that. And I want to apologize for not putting out the roundup last week. It was just a lot of stuff. And, but yeah, so this week you guys definitely will get the roundup. So, all right. On that note, I am David Steele, and you have been listening to Real Talk.